Welcome back to Open Discussion Podcast. Uh-huh. I always say open. It's OD Podcast. Uh-huh. Even though OD stands for openness. I know, but you can't type in open discussion and then it comes up. So I uh-huh. need to be clear with my yeah. intentions. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> how are you hey. doing today, best friend? You know what? I'm in a good mood today. Oh, you to got some cutties? Whoa. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you no. in a good mood? My bad. Um, I don't know. I just, I'm just in a good mood. I just, I got up, cleaned the house, cleaned my car out, took a shower. That sounds good. I watched the new Netflix series. What you start? Bit. Um, Sex Education. Oh, I heard that was good. Sex, I think that was good. Is it sex in it? Um, yeah, but they, it's not like they oh, okay. show, I mean, they did show a little boob. Okay, I may not run a little titty. Yeah. Um, so speaking of Titty, I heard you had some crack grapes. Oh, y'all, I finally had it. So, yeah. Trader, go send me the picture. I am not a trader. Just know that it was the easiest transaction ever. It was not what y'all saw on Instagram. Yeah, because you might have been their last customer ever. Really? <laughs> Whoa, whoa. I heard that they got evicted from it. Well, they said yeah, they got evicted from their they apartment. Did, but they got a new spot now. Yeah. Well, when I found out where they were living, I'm like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, but before we got there, apparently the line was like all the way in the street, all the way. It was like 80 people in the line. But when we got there, it was nobody. I just got out, bought it. What's your, what, on a scale of one to 10, how you write them? Okay. Um, it literally was just candy grapes, honestly. I wonder what make them so hype. Is it because they like are because nobody ever seen original? it before? But you know what? I see other people on the, on that video you see me on YouTube. A lot mm-hmm. of people were talking about how it's popular in their city too. So it's like, um, yeah. I know the people that make it here. Their mom used to make like these crazy candy apples, like with all type of. Oh stuff yeah, on I it. did hear about that. So maybe that's why. And they got know. a lot of celebrities. You know, like, yeah. I feel like in Atlanta, everybody knows a celebrity, so you can be like, hey. Eat my grapes. If a celebrity <laughs> is doing something, everybody is going Sound start about right. So, yeah. But it was good, though. It was... I, I rated 7.5. Okay. 7.3. Well, I want to try just because, <laughs> but um, it probably won't happen because I'm not going to put any effort in the stand I'll go that get, ain't I'll even go right. get one. Bring me one. He could have called no, me No, I'm. A, I'll get you a box. I, I mean, it was almost 11 o'clock at night. I'm, I know you're a working woman. Thank you for your respect and yeah. honesty, you liar. That, but uh, um, I'm actually just going to make them myself. So, thanks anyway because I got the recipe. That I sent. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Anyways. Let that part be known. <laughs> Let it be known that we have a sponsor for this episode. Yes. Yeah, this episode and every episode after this will be brought to you by Audible. Yes. So I don't even know what to say. So, if y'all want to, um, I know a lot of people probably haven't read Michelle Obama's book. Um, somebody on this podcast has, but. I have. Um, I read and listened. Let's be Yeah, if you want to listen to it. Use our code. Give 30, 30 days free. Okay. Yeah. This is what you get. Ottawa has the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet, just so you know. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't have Never an exact number, but you. <laughs> <laughs> but if you use, uh, if you go to audibletrial.com slash odpodcast, you get a free audiobook and a 30 day trial courtesy of us. And if you got a bunch of different email addresses, hey, make a new account. Just use the link, okay? <laughs> just please just use the link, okay? We're trying to quit our jobs. Period. <laughs> well, Chris can't really quit his job. Yeah, but I can't. We I can't. To this get is him. what I'm gonna do. Throw the makeup away. Gonna <laughs> 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 work. Oh, MG, you're crazy. Yeah. So if you guys hear a third voice laughing in the background, our ignorance. We have yes. Anthony Kendall, the realtor, in the building. Yes. How do you want to be addressed? Do you want to be addressed as Anthony, the realtor, or do you want to be like just Anthony Kendall? Anthony's fine. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <Just call me laughs> Anthony. <laughs> okay, Anthony, how you doing today? I am great. I'm really excited to be here with y'all. Really? Yes, we're oh, excited for you. I'm excited for you to be here. Because I got a lot of questions. 
Well, we don't have a lot of time, so you need to write it down. I have a lot of good answers, so let's go. Okay. I got a lot of questions for my personal. Hopefully, it can help other people, too, but I I just have a lot of questions. You probably got the same questions as everybody else. Probably not, though. (laughs) Probably not. Okay, so anyway, okay, so... Wait, what, how was your day, first of all? I'm just going to jump right into it. My day was amazing. It was very busy, but it was really good. Ooh, same. Because okay. you're about to go out of town tonight. I am, yes. What a privilege. What an honor. I'm so excited. First of all, she is the queen of going out of town. She right. goes I to a different country every couple months. <laughs> Iceland. That's that was last saying. year. That was last quarter. <laughs> last semester. Uh, it was just no. You know what's so December. funny? On God. On God. I just came back from a cruise on the Super Bowl weekend and I literally forgot. I was just talking to my coworker. I'm like, I need to go on a trip. She was like, girl, you just came back. I'm like, oh, oh wow. yeah, I forgot. Where'd you go? Wow. I went to the Cayman Islands and Jamaica, something like. I've never oh. been to Jamaica before. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's just light work. Anyways, Whoa. while they're trying to attack a law-abiding citizen, you um, mm. so you going to the Dominican Republic? I'm going to Thailand. Oh. <laughs> oh, you just made that up. Where did I get that from? Well, you got a long wow, flight. that's a long flight. A long Are you excited? Flight. I'm so excited. I'm not looking forward to the flight, though, but it's uh, it's 14 hours to no. South Korea, and no. then two hours to Shanghai, and then seven hours. Oh, to you must have got a deal deal. Ish. Ish. Yeah. Ish. It, it was, Jesus. Um, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of a lot of flying. So. Oh my goodness! I would I would just sleep the whole first day I'm there. You know what though? Right. It ain't even that easy. But you probably have better seats than I. I flew Wild Air to Iceland and I tried to sleep. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was right. Well, I've never even heard of Wild Air. <laughs> it's before. a. Uh, they they're based out of Chicago. They don't they don't come. They don't have any flights in Atlanta. Oh, they don't? Yeah, um, so I flew to Chicago, then flew to Iceland nonstop. But I hear that New York is probably one of the best um, cities or states to like go to places like that. Oh, yeah. Where you going? Yeah, yeah. Because when I went to. Um, where was it? Rome last year. It was out of... Y'all talking about me? Imagine. I'm trying to catch up to you. That's what I'm talking about. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> the furthest that I've been out of the country is Jamaica. Yeah. Well, Anthony never been to Jamaica, never so we Jamaica. got two up. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. So, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was fun. You're going to fly over the Atlantic, which Jamaica lies in. So you can just say you went to Jamaica. I've been, I've been over Jamaica before. <laughs> yeah, I flew over it. Wow. So, okay, obviously, we know you're a realtor. Uh, do you have do realtors have a specialty? Uh, I think they do. I think most realtors, um, a lot of realtors focus on like residential versus like commercial. Um, some realtors only do like luxury, high end rentals. Yeah. Um, wow, what a life. Yeah, I, I mean, probably stressful though. Yeah, I mean that's a lot. That's quick money, especially when you're doing the rental stuff like that. But um, you know, most people that I know generally stick with the uh, residential. So helping people buy homes, first time home buyers. Or helping people sell their homes. Okay. You yeah. know, I hear so much about buying homes, but I never hear people talk about the selling. I mean, I guess people aren't really at the stage of where they're selling, in my age, that are selling yeah. housing anywho. So what would you, so your specialty is re- residential? Do you? I do residential. I do some luxury luxury rentals as well, um, but mainly residential. But what I'm finding is that a lot of like millennial age people mm-hmm. want to buy or want to do luxury rentals. You know, yeah. they can pay two grand plus a month for rent. Not me. <laughs> I ain't doing it. So well, I must not be a millennial. I'm a baby boomer. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, so people actually they actually would prefer that. Wow. How do you um normally find your clients? Sometimes they find me through social media. Um a lot of referrals, uh friends and family referrals. Um and a lot of just being on the phone calling people and saying, "Hey, I see your house for sale by owner. Are you looking for some help trying to sell it?" Um 
Well, I'll be scared to call up. I'm like, hey. It's um. nerve wracking. It's <laughs> yeah. nerve wracking at first, but the worst they can say is no. And once you get past that, it's like, true. They said no. How they long have you been like, doing it? Yeah. About two years now. Two. Maybe so two years. Uh, closer to the end of the year. Okay. This is my second year. Okay. That's what's yeah. up. So I have a lot of questions. I'm just trying to find a, a time to jump in because well, I, I don't want you to feel bombarded. With stuff. No, I'm just hoping that I really have good answers for these questions. So I need yeah. to have my phone ready so I can do a quick Google search. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I see you have some um, some notes prepared. Are there some questions that you feel like you probably need to address, like some frequently asked questions or myths? Yes. Yeah, so uh, what I did was I found some of the top myths of the home buyer, home buying process. Um, so I want to share those with you all today. Please do so I can regret okay. buying this home that we're live, sitting in right now. Oh, you did? So you did buy this? Yeah, okay. I did, but, you know, whatever. Do you regret it, though? Low-key. Low-key, yeah. yeah. I don't know why. Well, you can, this is I mean, the thing. You can make profit off I of can, it. I can, but I don't want to. So I my income literally doubled after I bought this home. Oh. So that is, you know what I'm saying? So I should have just waited. But I was in a situation where I... Like, I had just came back from California. I was staying with my sister. Granted, I was grateful to be living there rent-free, but nothing is like... I, like, I'm a, I'm a be-alone type of person. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, let me just get this condo. But, you know, then I got another job, and I'm just like, dang, I should have waited. Yeah. And the amount of money I paid with my mortgage plus HOA, I could have definitely gotten a nicer home. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I feel like the it won't be as easy to sell it like it was for me to just up and buy it, because yeah. everybody's not looking for this. But I can, like you said, I can make money off of it, but I don't want to do that. I mean, I could, I guess, but I should have just waited. Yeah. Well, you know, you can always uh, you can always rent it out, right? I know, I can. You're rent right. It out and buy something else, and just uh, let me know. I can help. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, so the the first myth is that the first step of the process is going out and looking for your perfect home, which, as you probably know, that's not the first step. You can't just go out and look for the perfect house. I was looking. <laughs> and I was I mean, getting mad. I'm, rent, I'm renting right now, and I don't mind it, but... But I'm if you're serious, if you're a serious buyer, you know you're ready to ready to go, Yeah, you got to secure either one or two things. I recommend getting a realtor first, obviously. That's yeah. probably the best thing to you do. You know, some people look without getting a realtor, which is insane to me. Yeah, I think, I mean, because they have like Zillow and all these other sites that help them do yeah. it. True. But there's still a service that you get, which is completely free, by the way. To people that are looking for homes, um, that you can't really sub- replace with with Zillow. Yeah, so true. I always recommend getting a realtor, but you got to get the financing too. Like you have to have your financing under wraps. What kind of loans you're gonna get? Because if you don't, you're gonna see the perfect house and gonna want to buy it. But can't even get it. It's not gonna stay on the market for very long. Oh, true, you know? true, true. I went through that too. I do, see with my budget that I had, I had a lot of cash buyers mm-hmm. looking. I got this kind of very cheap, very cheap. So yes. so Rich. people are like, oh no, we'll take it and we'll pay more. Cause they just if they're paying cash, they don't have to go through that whole process with the bank. Wow. And little old me out here writing letters to the seller for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Yes, just remember come in, in life. They'll come in, they'll snag it real quick. Yeah. So if you wow. don't have all your ducks in a row, then there's no no need to even look because things will be on the market today and completely gone tomorrow. So when it comes to picking a rental, what do you think some things that people should look for? Picking a rental? I mean yeah, a realtor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I honestly think it's just do you get along with this person? Because there are people that you just know your personality is, we're, we're not going to be compatible. And that's something that I look for too when I'm working with clients. I can look and say, mm, I don't think this is probably going to be the best <laughs> the best <laughs> yeah. relationship. So let me go ahead and refer you to, to a friend. That oh, can help really? You out. Wow, that's, yeah, I, that's that, very confident sometimes. of you, really. I mean, just to think They about probably the, were like, I'm glad he did that. <laughs> you no, know, but you think about it, you, like, you talk to them and you, you just think in the back of your head, like, back of your mind, like, Mm, no, I can tell we're not going to mesh. And you're going to be with this person for, for the next few months dealing with their finances. Yeah. And based on that first conversation you have within like 
really 15, 20 minutes, you, you already know. Yeah, true. What the relationship yeah. is going to be like. It doesn't happen often, but sometimes it does. But some person that you get, somebody that you get along with and someone that follows up with you, I would think people need to look for people, for realtors that are on kind of all the time and not part time. Not some, A lot of realtors have like another job. Yeah. Um, but someone that's going to be able to have flexibility to be with you when you need them to be with you. So, do you feel like it's easier for you to sell? Residents opposed to like luxury apartments or luxury places. Uh, a lot of families prefer going the residential route, look, residential route, looking for houses or townhouses. Um, so I think it's 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 the same. Yeah, it's about the same. It depends on what the person wants. I know? want both. <laughs> <laughs> to be Man. honest, like I think about it every day. Like I really want another house. Like I live in a house now that I'm renting out, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I go to like my clients' houses and Oh yeah, that's a oh I hate I it. I look around I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. this is really a, a thing. Like yeah. you know, but you know that's I, a good way know. to put the fire under your feet and make sure you just yes. stay on it with that hustle. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think I want to live in the house no more, to really? be honest. Yeah, no. Oh really? Would you prefer like a, a luxury type so or my this might tie into one of my questions. So <laughs> um so <clears throat> My goal is to have a loft, okay. and this may be kind of far fetched because I really want like a really big loft because I want it to be like a live workspace where I can have an area for me to work in and set up for that. And then you know, oh, that's what this is. Yeah, but <laughs> I want it to be like no, one sir. room. <laughs> no, I got you. Oh, like an open loft, like yeah, studio like I want thing. a studio loft, but I want it to be big. I was in one yesterday, that's why I said, it, and I'm like, wow, this is perfect. And it was a photography studio. Oh wow! But it was so, also the person's. They had it as their house. Yeah, it was like a studio. living. They had it corner for a living room. It was so big, but it was at a goat farm. A and goat I, farm. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I saw Lil Wayne walking around. Um, Where were you? At the goat farm. Okay, okay. <laughs> got it. Wah wah wah. But um, no, um, I think they're closing the goat farm down in October, which is kind of sad. But sad. Uh, <laughs> are we talking about like an actual goat farm? Like there's yeah. animals on this farm. It's right by Atlantic Station. Oh really? What? Yeah. People think that Atlanta is the city just because of all these buildings getting torn down. Yeah. It's still farms. Well, dang, that's crazy. It's a whole, the goat farm is literally a farm. It has a lot of goats. When you walk up, chickens is at your car, roosters is at your car. <laughs> um, I'm so serious. There's a well, lot you know of what? Over there. Favreau did have chickens. Yeah. So I believe it. Right by Atlantic <laughs> Station. Like, as soon as you come out of the goat farm, it's like a luxury apartment building. That's right hilarious. That's Atlanta, for, Georgia for you. Yeah. Have you seen the, uh, the lofts in Atlantic Station? I have. I um, they're very, you know, out of my budget. But, um, <laughs> it's, it's a... So nice. Oh my gosh. Beautiful gowns. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question. You yes. mentioned financing. Uh-huh. And um, do you, okay, something that I regret not doing is getting financial like assistance with my home. I yeah. was just impatient. I didn't care. I'm like, I got enough money saved. Let me just get this little cheap property. But there were programs that I could have utilized that would have given me $10,000 mm-hmm. and all this little money for oh, a sacrifice. Oh, well, to me. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. For an exchange of my time, do you deal with a lot of clients who use those services or do you know any that could be helpful for people? Yeah, I deal with the clients that um, a lot of them use um, what we call an FHA loan. And that's generally um, people, maybe first-time home buyers or people that have about an average credit score. 
I have a conventional loan. You have a conventional loan? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's, that's the next Exceptional category. credit. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> no, conventional I can't loans. relate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are the two main ones that I deal with a lot, a lot of conventional, um, but mainly FHA loans. Um, and there's a lot of programs that can help with, like, down payment assistance, mm-hmm. um, zero down payment programs. Oh, it wow. kind of depends on the lender that you use, but I have a great lender um, that normally works with a lot of people that don't even have A1 credit. Like, I've seen credit that gets approved for less than 600 maybe like 580-something. What? So, sub 600 oh, wow. I don't even think you can get a car with a 580 Oh, you can get a car. You can get yeah. a house, too. Yeah. Um, Clearly. <laughs> wow. Didn't know that. Yeah. Chris so, got light bulbs over his head. I do. Because yeah. mine is pad, way past the five. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, above that. It's way above. So, okay, above it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they get approved all the time uh, with... Between five eighty and six, I won't go below five eight. Like, don't come rolling here with like below a five. Like that's yeah. oh, you need, yeah, to, you need no. to work on yourself. That was me at one point though. I remember I had a, like a four ninety credit score. Yeah, but you weren't in the market to buy a house at the time, right? I could have been. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's sad? Some people probably really can't afford a home, but that credit is jacked that's up. So thing. it's like it's so important. Yeah. It's so important to keep up with it because when you're ready, you can afford it. Your credit from ten years ago is still following you. So what options? Like, do people with bad credit have um, four homes if they want to buy one? Well, not many, I'm sure, but I mean, it, it, as far as options, <clears throat> I think there are the the different types of loans. So you probably would qualify for the FHA type loan, which has the lowest down payment, and there's a lot of programs that you can also qualify. I don't know about the specific programs. Um, okay, but you know, a lender would probably have like specific programs. Like I do know about the one zero down payment program that my lender offers. That's what I need. Yeah, but that's for what veterans? Am no, I... it's for a FHA. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Dang. See, well, my neighborhood actually didn't even allow FHA, so I couldn't oh, get yeah. it to begin with. Yeah. So I, by default, I had a humble flex. <laughs> but, <laughs> but sometimes FHA loans are, are a little weird when it comes to, like, condos and townhouses and things yeah, like that. Yeah, they have, like, certain See, money. See, that's what I want. Like but yeah. I want, well, I mean, not necessarily a condo. Well, I would. I just want a lot of space yeah. for, to work <laughs> in. Like, I, I don't want to end up renting out two different spots like i don't want to have yeah, a spot a, to do makeup draining. in and a spot to live in like that's just too much i would rather get something where i can do both yeah. it'll still be separate mm-hmm. yeah like i don't want to be doing makeup out of my living room yeah i don't blame i always said i wanted a house with a nice basement you know like like when you come in you I have don't the want a house. just go down well i do unless i'm well maybe when i'm like 45 <laughs> well, <laughs> we almost 45 i don't want to i don't really like houses like it's so much to deal with and it's so much space i like i want to still feel youthful <laughs> so you feel like houses are for older <laughs> not people. necessarily they're for families or some people just like houses and yeah. i'm fine with that but i want to be able to like see the city and you know i like you can rent large out my windows <laughs> i like like Floor to ceiling windows. I like all this. I stuff. love those things. Those are really, really nice. Yes. But what people could do, and this is what I've been trying to tell people, is you don't have. You can get a house if you qualify for it, and you don't have to live in it. You just have someone else live in it. So you own a house, and you, you rent it out, and you just get the extra whatever you're charging them that's mm. above the mortgage. And then if I want to move in it later on, I can, huh? Yeah. You're like, excuse me, we- time to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. We <laughs> never move out. Hey, there's ways to, to ensure that they they move out. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, what are some other myths that you have over there on that um on that list? Yeah, so let's talk about the only upfront cost is the down payment, which is a it's a big myth and it's it's um it's kind of sad, but people come into the process thinking that 
I have enough money for a down payment, but they're not ready for the inspection, mm. the closing costs. Oh. Um, so I always recommend having five to seven percent of the purchase price of the house that that you're trying to purchase. Okay. So if you know your target is two hundred grand, have a goal to set to save uh, five to seven percent of that, just for those types of fees, because you want to get an inspection on the house, you want to be able to afford your closing costs. Um, and there's ways to get around closing costs and ways to ask for the seller to contribute to your closing costs. Mm. Um, but they don't have to do that. Yeah. They, don't, they don't have to do it. And if you're in a, a situation where there's multiple offers, the seller's going to look at the one that obviously is Has most appealing to, to them. Right. So yeah. I will be fully prepared to take care of all the costs and then let the realtor kind of help you negotiate, see what you can get better. Okay. Yeah, that, that those fees are very accurate. Um, <laughs> especially, I was you so sound nervous. Real mad. <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't have, I didn't have an issue with mine, but it was scary knowing that if my home failed inspection or if it didn't appraise for the amount that I offered, mm-hmm. then I could be responsible for that money. And I was like, Lord, I mean, come yep. on, Lord, just please. <laughs> but I mean, it ended up working out. But that is true. Also, people don't even know about earnest money. Like, it's yeah. not just the when it's time to close, take that money. It's like, do you got one percent? Yeah, so <laughs> well, it's like you might need to stay here for a little minute. <laughs> <laughs> what you trying to say? I'm saying that seems like a lot. It is a lot, but I, I'm good, bro. Yeah. Okay. I didn't even mention earnest right. money, but that's what you know. You give to the person when you when you go under contract. It's a good a good faith offer, uh, showing them that you are interested, and they're taking the house off the market. And um, you know that's something that's upfront. You know, it's not it's not closing costs. It's not down payment. It's what you have to have ready when you're ready to go into a contract. So. That's important. Um, but it does it go to, it goes towards the down payment? Yeah, or, it could. Okay. It okay. all depends on the settlement statement at closing. Mm. But um but yeah, it could. Can people not have pay earnest money and still get the house? Uh I think it depends on the market. It's always negotiable. Okay. Like it's always negotiable. The amount there's there's um what people kind of expect if it's an FHA loan versus a conventional loan, but in the grand scheme of thing, it's all contracts and it's all negotiable. So do you have to have it? Probably not, but most sellers are looking for earnest money. To compensate them for taking their house off the market, because something goes wrong, you know, generally, who who's ever fault at fault, that person would, you know, they would hold the earnest money and keep the earnest money. So, you know, I always recommend it for sure if you're serious about presenting an offer. Yeah, well, I was very serious and very desperate, but um, <laughs> no, you know, I want to say, I know we mentioned this earlier, like picking the right realtor. I yeah. um, I had that scenario where I had a realtor that I just. I didn't know enough, and he uh-huh. was like a ref- referred to me by someone else who got rid of them as their realtor, and it was just a oh, terrible yeah, experience. Yeah. Then I met the realtor that I had, who was great. She really was great. She um she was really helpful. We clicked, but I don't think she like understood me, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and so I feel like she, I might have missed out on some opportunities um because of that. So I think that um yeah, I just want to throw that out there. Like opportunities to save money. <laughs> yes, yeah, save money. It was more so like this is what you got to, this is what you got to do, this is what you got to do. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like okay. All right, yeah. but it, I didn't feel pressure, but I also learned. You know how you learn stuff after the fact, mm-hmm. and so that's why I feel like I like I like I've had, and I know it varies about a realtor. And some things you probably not even supposed to do, but I've had friends whose realtor has like been like, "Don't get a condo. Like you need to get a house because this and that." I wish I, I kind of wish I would have had some I advice hear more like people that. Like that. Like and saying, it, like, oh, get a house. Yeah, because cause there is, to me, there is a, a greater benefit in, in it to each his own. I wanted a condo because I felt like it was less of a responsibility. But like I said, I got more money. So I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. you know, because yeah. I'm thinking, like, the money that I pay in HOA, that could have gone. That, that I probably would still spend it anyway with the house. But I would feel more knowing that I could probably get way more for the house years to come than I, I would for this condo. Yeah. Condo, yeah. Yep. 
agree. It is what it is. <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, so let's say, um, okay, I got I got the right credit. I got the amount of money I need. I know what house I want. Like, what can cause them to not get the house they want? Like, when it comes to maybe the approval process. Or is that something they should speak to the lender about? Um, a lot of it goes to the lender. But okay. um, in, in my experience, people generally, you get the pre-approval. Which obviously, it's only a pre-approval. That does not mean you are approved, mm-hmm. and that's a huge thing. Don't you well. use that credit card? <laughs> right. <laughs> because yes, they because they're monitoring everything. Yep. After that pre-approval, don't, don't make any big purchases. Don't make any major payoffs. I Just, withdrew like three hundred dollars for three weeks, and I was like, I'm not. I'm leaving all my cars at home. I don't yeah. want nothing to go wrong. What? Yes, because when they get more deep and they start looking at stuff, and you know, they'll ask questions like, "How much money is in your bank account right now?" They'll get real down to the nitty gritty because they're going to give you money. They're lending you money, so of course they're going to want to make sure you can pay it back. Um, but I forgot the question now. Oh, I was just asking about like what could cause a approval to just fall. I mean, yeah. or a closer to fall. finances. Financing is always one. Financing will fall through first, generally, if anything else does. Um, so even when you're working with a seller, um, the selling agent always generally asks, you know, how how confident are you with your buyer securing financing? Because in some cases, we got all the way to week before closing, and my buyer could not get financing. So the whole Whoa. entire deal oh, fell my goodness. apart. I know um, they were depressed. It was horrible. And not only that, because the house that they were selling the house in order to buy the new house, so they couldn't move out of their house. So there was two deals that were, oh, were messed oh, up. And it was all because of financing. Um, and, you know, when you're dealing with HUD and, and you have to move your mortgage around because maybe you get behind and you have all these subordinate mortgages, that money never really, it never goes away. You always have to pay that money back. And that's what my client didn't realize. So when it was time to close, 35 grand of loans against the house popped up. And, oh my goodness. And obviously I'm like, well, do you have 35 grand to pay it? <laughs> and he was like, nope. So, so it's a great example of how sometimes deals don't go through. But from my experience, a lot of times is people don't have the appropriate financing for it. Well, that's scary. I can't lie. I was pretty nervous and I feel like I, my, even my, so let me ask you this. How long is the typical, like I found a home, let's close process. Um, the quickest that I've done it is in, is just over 30 days. It's okay. generally, I would say, 30 to 45 days is normal, but depending on the circumstance, it can it can be a very lengthy process. It can be very, very lengthy. Um, there, there's a lot of back and forth generally between the selling agents and the and the buying agents. Negotiating happens. So there's a, there's a lot that can make the process a lot longer, but generally, I, I would say 30 to 45 days would be like perfect. Well, let me tell you, it took me three and a half weeks, and that's why I was nervous. Oh, really? <laughs> three and a half quick. weeks. It was very quick, and I, I had so many friends that talked about like stuff that happened. I'm like, why is this not happening? Did she forget something? So I just like, you know, I started to have buyer's remorse early because I was scared, oh. but I just didn't know. But I mean, so far I haven't had any issues, knock on wood. But I was just like, that's, I don't think that's what. Knock on. I just wanted to help you out. <laughs> so you were just a qualified buyer, is what you were saying. I guess so. You I don't know. Well, you know, ready to go. Yeah, I was. Everybody, but I had like done a lottery. I'm really obsessive about stuff, and so yeah. once I knew, so I had even did like an online, how much do you qualify for type of thing, and I was pretty okay. spot on. So I was like, all right, I want to say this much for this, and I mean, I got very lucky because I didn't pay any closing costs, and barely, I paid like twelve hundred dollars at the closing table. Oh wow! I didn't pay nothing. Oh wow! Yeah, but see, that's kind of rare sometimes. I know, but it's because I need new windows. 
<laughs> so and the seller was like, all right, I'll just throw it in there. And yeah. so you know, it just and it just came. But that's why I'm cold now. But any, but it was just something I just had. I, I did so much research. Like and, and then also before I bought it, I was living in another state. I, I didn't have to pay rent, so I was able to stack. But looking at properties every day, I'm like, oh hmm, this normal this property normally goes for this amount. So let me make y'all look at stuff that has this. Or it was just too much. But why do you think that people should buy a home instead of renting? Or do you think they should buy a home instead of renting? You know, people are a lot of realtors are like, yes, buy a home, buy a home, buy a home. And I'm I'm a huge advocate of yes, I want you to buy a home. I want to work with you so we can work together make your dreams come true but only if that's your dream wow you know if you don't want to own a home like you said you're not really interested in owning a house right now no and there are so many people like like that that just are not interested in owning a home so that's why i like to deal with a lot of the luxury rentals as well Mm -hmm. but i mean the benefits like the very obvious benefits is that you're building equity you're pouring money into something and the money's not just going to like a landlord or, or the rent office type thing um so it has its benefits, and then I've, I've been reconsidering it lately just because um, I feel like later on down the line, all the good homes going to be gone. <laughs> oh, they're going to be super expensive. That's another thing. That's what, why I was breaking the too. So now I'm kind of shifting my brain like, okay, so I do want to live workspace, but realistically, I need a house. Mm-hmm. Well, not need, but maybe I should get one just because yeah. of you know, just to be safe. But there are things about renting that are still very appealing to people. Like, not get up and go. Get up and go. <laughs> you know, when, when your lease is up, you find something else, or something breaks, yeah. you call the office. Yeah. Um, you know, you're not really held liable for a lot of things when you when you have. That's the, the good part. Mm-hmm. That's the good part. Because even now, like, I live in a house, I'll call my landlord about everything. Like, <laughs> I promise y'all, I'm so petty. A piece of paint chipped And that's why I don't want to rent out now. I don't have time. I, I mean, it wasn't. Okay, oh. <laughs> but now, a piece of paint chipped from my tub, oh and my I God. called him. I was he like, was... can you come and do this? As you should. That's yeah. what you do when you rent. If something that... goes wrong, you have them take care of it. Yeah, true. It's, that's why I got stuff. I'm... That ain't nothing. What's a little flood? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I haven't had a flood. I think for me, it was more so. I was paying like almost like total like nine, $900 to $1,000 a month on rent. Yeah. And I'm just like, I and I don't, like, I'm like, what am I going to do? Hey, y'all, hold up. I was paying, okay, I was paying a <laughs> money, but they went over my rent every year, so it's like, oh, wow. you know, I would rather, like, I just feel like I'm just giving, when you move, you don't get nothing back, you don't get a check back, you, I didn't get a deposit, okay, oh, wow. but I feel like when, uh, when you buy a home, you at least can get something back, but it is that process of, like, now I gotta sell, now mm-hmm. I gotta do this, it's like a responsibility, but rent in Atlanta is so high, oh. and that's what has justified to me not being like so regretful about buying my home because I'm like I'm paying way less than any my mortgage is not even six hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? Oh wow! <laughs> so yeah. it's dirt, it's dirt cheap. Yeah, <laughs> that's really good. That's why I'm saying. That's why I'm, and that's another reason why I'm like, okay, maybe I need to consider it. So I don't know. As long as you get just get more than one bedroom, and then in this area, okay. that's really good because there's apartments like. That cost almost double for real. Yes. Not even almost. Like yeah, one bedroom starting double. at like nine hundred or something like that. Yeah, yeah you're right. And I, and that's another. So I'm like, well, I didn't make a bad decision, and I live by myself. You know what I mean? But I think I'm just thinking more so in the long run. But I think what's gonna happen? I'm just gonna keep the condo just to have it, and then buy another home. I yeah, it's always good to have. It's always creating that that second flow of um, income for you. But you know, then you add the whole thing about being. A landlord, and some people aren't ready to be a landlord, so yeah. they choose to sell the property, get the money. I don't even like being on. an employee. Now, why? I want, why I want a landlord? Yeah. Or some people use um like management companies to manage, like they have multiple properties, 
But I think uh, that's what my landlord does. Yeah, so you call you don't call the landlord directly, you call like similar to like a, a leasing office type mm-hmm. thing, but they just help lease out and take care of all the complaints and all stuff like that. Because he got about five houses on our street, I think. Cause mm-hmm. he like, you got a nerd to be calling about some chant, some chip paint. Right. Like, yeah. On a bathtub that's been there for twenty years. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he redid it. It's it's renovated, so it was kinda new. No, where everything was in Mine it, so. was too, honestly. I can, yeah, I think but yeah, my seller bought my home foreclosed, like dirt cheap like oh, i wow. should have bought it oh wow and didn't put much of anything that's why she was so happy to give me all this money to close the table because she made so much money off of it so oh, we, wow. it was both a, a win-win okay. so I, I suppose but i do have a question so let's say i am ready to sell what are things that i could do to prepare or what should i know of before i even consider it that's a great question um so selling is a huge huge undertaking um and it's oh joy <laughs> it is, but you know, I've been listening to the radio nowadays, and there's all these, uh, I think it's called Redfin, there's a lot of these sites that are like, selling is easy, come yeah. to us, we'll like Knock, there's a, a couple mm-hmm. of them, they'll buy it for you, they probably will cheat you though. It's still, the, I mean, I, I feel like some, some there's like some heavy fees in there or something yeah. for you to charge, but I think the best way to go is just to get a really good agent that understands this area, because there's agents that work... Um, all over the state of Georgia. Like, I can do deals in Savannah if I wanted to, or Valdosta because I'm licensed in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, someone that knows this area. So I, I specialize, like, in the Fulton, Cobb County area and a little bit out in Stone Mountain. And um, so I, I can understand. I can identify trends. I know what's hot, what's not right now. What's gentrified, what's, what's not. What's gentrified, right. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's insane. But that's the first processing in trying to figure out how you can get the most bang for your buck, finding your number. And you, oftentimes, sellers have their number and it's way up here because there's an emotional connection that they have with the property <laughs> and then the realtor comes in they're like okay let's you, let, let me tell you what the nobody's house out is. here is selling for that so you need to chill while exactly. you're at camp creek trying to get two hundred dollars <laughs> <one bedroom, laughs> or wow. people will look at the zestimate which oftentimes is way 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 oh i hope mine's right because i've been looking <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's wrong because they don't look at all the same metrics that that you need to look at comparing a three bed to a three bath they just compare not, not like the physical condition of the home and yeah. all the stuff you've done to it okay yeah there's a lot of things that they don't consider so that's why i always recommend going with a person that can pull these comps for you and as things change comps change um so it's a lot. Like I don't even want to be an adult. No more. Honestly, it's not even that bad. <laughs> I, when you bring the right person with you, if you bring the realtor free, the, the process for you is really just a process of education. I'm going to tell you everything you need to know for you to make the best decision, and we're going to be mm-hmm. in this together. And that's kind of how I approach every client. Is you know I'm I'm only going to do what you need me to do. Um, as far as if if you don't want to. A house, then you want a townhouse. We're gonna look for townhouse. I'm not yeah. gonna try to sell you a house. If you want that's a condo. That's what I think I want. Yeah. I don't know. We'll talk yeah, later. I need to talk offline. Yeah, yeah we'll talk later. <laughs> That's what I think I'm going to do. Do you, um, do you have tips on like picking maybe the right kind of neighborhood or the style of home or is that? Yes. Are you, I had, my realtor was like, I asked her if the neighborhood, I basically was like, is this the hood? She said she wasn't allowed to tell me. She's not. I'm, I'm glad you said that because like we go through all kinds of training. What you mean? You can't, like we can't tell you like, oh, don't live here. This is the hood. Oh, don't live over here. There's a lot of Because they this. need to increase the value of that area. If you don't buy the mm. home, they don't get paid. I mean, not to like put break it down like that, but I'm saying like you, who's the, my hood might not be your hood. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. But you, like when it comes to like demographics, like we can't tell you um, that this demographic, what this demographic is like. So if you ever ask a realtor and they tell you, oh, this is a black area right here. Or this is- uh, <laughs> Good, because I'm black too. What's the problem? What about crime? We can ask about that. No, I asked her about that too. She wasn't really? allowed to tell me. 
So there's like sites you can direct people to that yep. will give them that information. Um, one thing that I do is I always focus on when I'm talking about neighborhoods is schools because schools are, are so important. If you ever try to sell your house, um, schools become very important because people that may have, that have kids may want to buy this. You never know. Yeah. Um, so if you're buying in a low school area and the school are ranking are rated they're rated uh, like I think it's like a one to ten scale they're like in the low side of the scale. Um, it's probably going to be a lot harder for you to resell. But we're not thinking about that because we don't have kids that go to school. True. But... And I didn't even think about that until after I bought my home, but I did learn that Cobb County has like probably the best school system in you know in the city or the state. I could be wrong. But it's very people, good. Yeah, Cobb yeah. is really good. If you go um, over to Smyrna, though, when I work with clients and try to deal with property over in that area, a lot of concerns are, are the schools in, in Smyrna because the schools specifically in Smyrna aren't aren't the best schools. Mm. So I have had oh, wow. clients that their kids are turning three, four, and they're moving out because they need to get into a better school or they oh, can wow. private school. So yeah, they're not going to That's a big deal to sell your home. To Wow. I mean, yeah. hey, that's lit. I mean, because the kids are, they're going to be in school for the next, what, 12 years. Yeah. So they, if they want a good education, you got to go to the right area. You're right. And Martin don't really run school. My mama just sent me across town. My mama waited until I was in high school and she just sent me across town. Oh, it's a private school. It wasn't a private school. I just, just went to a different school. school, yeah. Yeah, okay. well, I ain't no better. <laughs> I didn't want to leave my friends. And I should have known Medica Chris or Draco went to North Atlanta. And I was just like, oh, I'm going to there or Camilton Road. <laughs> Try to stay in the hood. I know. Shame on me. Shame on me. And to answer, uh, the second half of your question is, um, I think it was about uh, the finding your perfect home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the style maybe or what. Yeah. So people oftentimes go into this, into the process with an idea of their perfect home. And they want this. They want that. They want that. They want all the bells and whistles. And most some of the time, it's, it's their first time buying a house. Um, so I recommend you make a list and rank your list one, one through 10 and then pick your top four or five. Because if you try to find 10 characteristics of a house that you want to buy, then you probably are going to miss out on a lot of good opportunities. Sure is. And you might not find it's going to be available after you close. Right. <laughs> because that's what happened to me. Right. So pick your top three, your top four, and just make sure that that house has it in it. And um, it just gets very, very challenging when you, when you have very, very high expectations of the house. Um, especially if your price range is, is not there. You know yeah. what I mean? People That's what happens when you look at HGTV, honey. You start thinking right. you deserve all this stuff that you can Yeah, I, I definitely have to cut that off sometimes. And that's all they play at my job. I'm like, I'm like, oh, on, it's been around? <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, wait. I think I need that. Right. How your house floating on the ocean like that? Me? Oh, you know I'm not doing I'm, that. <laughs> no oceans. No. No. <laughs> okay. Well, um, do you have any other things that you think people might want to know or need to know about home buying um yeah well we actually covered a lot of them but one thing that i will touch on is about the asking price so obviously when you're buying a house mm. people have an asking price and that asking price is not set in stone so it's not like you go into the store buying a new pair of shoes um well depending on what country you're in depending on what country you're in because <laughs> right. in the Cayman <laughs> islands they were something going hard <laughs> Yeah, you can do a nice little <laughs> negotiation there. But that's the same kind of mindset that your realtor needs to be in and trying to get you the, the best bang for your buck. You see something priced for 200000 run comps in the area, see what other things are selling for, and go back to that seller and say, this house is selling for fifty grand less. Why are you hacking your price up so much? Okay. And oftentimes, if the house is sitting on the market for for months, for you know, for a long time, I always say there's three things that's wrong with either the price, the location, or the condition. 
And a lot of times it's the price. It's just overpriced. You got to bring it down and you'll get more traction on it. So you mentioned condition. It reminded me of this home I looked at in Mableton. It was such a beautiful town home. It was priced perfectly. All this great stuff. But we go inside and on the middle. Oh, it was so nice. I'm about to cry. <laughs> there was like a leak in the ceiling. And I could say, I was like, that's probably why. Because it's probably something that costs way, way more money. How can a person know if that house, what kind of inspection they had before that? Or can they know that? Yeah. Do they have like Carfax for homes? <laughs> uh, that's actually a really good idea. Thanks for homes. Yeah. Um, because you have to pay for inspection no matter what. You know what I mean. So why say why not save me the time? And yeah. Find out. Generally, people inspections are actually not. You don't have to have them. Yeah. You don't have to have your house inspected. Now it's heavily recommended. Yeah. No, I'm glad I got one. You have one inspected. <laughs> yeah, because, I definitely would get one. My yeah, last, you should. It's the last house I had before this. Um, it was an older home, and it was slightly remodeled on the inside. The plumbing, Jesus Christ, has mm. never been replaced. Oh, my God. So, the house was built was built in, like, 1960, 1950, and it was made of copper, like the oh, pipes. Oh, the piping, yeah. So, ironically, when we move in, well, when I move in there... I got problems. Like, oh, they probably like, was there before you moved in. They just painted over it. <laughs> they did the, something. It started flooding real bad, and they tried to come fix it, and then it was like, we got to just replace these pipes. Like, they're so old. Mm-hmm. To and it was an older house? Yeah, it was an older house. On the a outside. lot of these houses, ones that are built, like, 70s-ish, they have uh, polybutylene piping, which is that, like, grayish-blue piping that you see that goes through house mm-hmm. houses, and that that's terrible. So if you're ever buying a house, and, and they say they have polybutylene piping, you need them to upgrade it to the, to the new stuff because that's that's old. That's, uh, that's Honestly, outdated. That's scary. I, see, I'm glad. You're right. Get an inspection. Don't, please don't, y'all listen. That is, my inspection would help me get money at the closing table. Yeah, because you see, <laughs> so I basically got wow. the money back. Yeah, you know what I mean? See, they identify, and you get you can get a real good inspection company. I work with a really good one. They give you a thorough 75 page report. Oh, wow. It's a I big want 75. report. Well, I guess it depends on 725. Like... <laughs> my, my home is a small, too. So. No, I, yeah, I guess it depends on like, the size of the house. <laughs> oh, but my yeah, God. they give you a very nice report. They go into like every nook and cranny. And then when you when you get that, that inspection back, you then go back to the seller and say, X, A, B, C, D is wrong. You know, I want you to fix it. And they'll come back and say, well, I can't fix B, but I'll fix A and C. So that's where the, the negotiation kind of takes place. But inspections are very important. It's okay. Two questions. I guess they're kind of the same before we wrap up. Um, let's, so let's say you have, a, you have a company that you're doing inspections with. Do you have a company that does the appraisal or is that from the bank? I can't remember. Yeah, bank orders the appraisal, okay. which you do you have pay. to pay for that as well. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. another fee that you have to be prepared for. Um, and that's up front. That's not closing table, inspection and appraisal. Um, but yeah, the bank sends that out. And that's just when they come out and make sure that um, they're, what they're loaning you, the house is actually worth. So when people are saying, I wonder if this house is going to appraise. And that's like, it's a nail-biting moment because it if it doesn't appraise and if it's lower, then the seller is going to have to um, potentially come down on that pricing or uh, you're going to have to pay the difference. Yeah, You're going to pay the difference. So it's uh, it's important. And appraisers are generally, they're specific to area. They also look at comparables, and they look and see what other, everything is selling in the area, and they go walk around the house, and they just make sure that the bank is getting the most bang for their buck. Yeah, mm. that makes sense. Ugh, I, I remember all that stuff now. I remember when I got my appraisal in, in my email, I did not want to open it. I was like, Lord, if it's $1,000 less, I'm going to be sad. Yeah. But it was good. It was like $1,000 more. But oh, I, yeah. it was right. But I, yeah. I think he kind of, you know. The appraiser? Yeah. I think he kind of just hooked it up. 
Oh. That's all I'm saying. Some do if you know the. Right I mean, because they really have control of the cool. market value, low key. It was a goal. <laughs> I mean, it worked out, and I'm I'm just gonna say I don't know. It, it, I could be wrong, but I feel like appraisers can say, "Oh yeah, this is worth 125," but it might not be. And then sell you appraising at 125 will allow the next person to sell those for 125. Now everybody sell it for 125. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you know, hey. So they do have a really key part in like the market. Yeah, the for real. Yep, I agree. You're like, oh yeah, you live in the same neighborhood as me. Oh, this worth a million. <laughs> <laughs> right, turn around their house on the market for a million. Too. Do you have any more questions, Draco? Um, no. I just want to make a comment though. If my roommates are listening, y'all need to count y'all days because I'm moving out. <laughs> Period. I'm just playing off. Psych. I'm joking. I'm joking. And if, and if y'all are moving out, y'all need someone to help y'all find a place. Let me know. I'll yes. I'm joking. We just moved in the house. I, I honestly might resign my lease. Yeah. To be honest, I mean, you have a good situation, even though you got roommates. You ain't, yeah, I don't want. I mean, no offense. Hey, I love y'all, but <laughs> but it's a good time. They to know start. that. Yeah, I mean, it ain't no secret. I tell them now all the time I, I want to live by myself. Yeah. Is that rude? No, it's nothing wrong with that. I never no. like living with people. Oh, okay, <laughs> the me only either. roommate I had was because my job gave me a roommate, and I loved her, and that's all it worked out. Okay, <laughs> but there's so many like horror stories. From, oh, like, roommates. I know it. So, like, I have. Well, actually, I did have one, but I'm not going to share it. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely a person that needs a. Mm-hmm. Needs a See y'all in a few. All right, I have one more question, I promise. <laughs> yes. Do you think that um, time is running out to get a good price home in Atlanta? And by good, I mean what it was four years ago. <laughs> or if that made sense, like before they started all this new development and stuff. I think, honestly, I think now is the time to buy. It's a seller's market. So what seller's market means is that there are more houses, there are more buyers in the market looking for houses than there are houses that are on the market. So the sellers are truly controlling a lot of a lot of the things in the market. So that's why they call it a seller's market. I think it's a great time to buy. There's no way to kind of, well, there is a way to predict it, but who's, who's to say if it's accurate to predict where the market's going to go? You don't know really if it's going to go up, you don't know if it's going to go down. And that's scary because it can go down. It and can I've go seen down. that. And, That's scary. And I mean, when it goes down, obviously house prices drop and people want to jump on it then, but you don't really know when that's going to happen. Um, I think that that's what happened to our neighborhood. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Um, we live in a a currently gentrifying area. Like, it's, I'm, we're in the middle of it. Yeah. So every day I wake up with a new neighbor and they walking dogs and oh, wow. <laughs> I love that walking dogs no, because it's real. No, like, you're right. They walk yeah. a lot of dogs I'm in my, my neighborhood. Driveway and I'm, and I'm like, Who and is it's this a guy? lot of two in the morning joggers. I'm like, y'all tripping. Yes. <laughs> and so you know, we thinking like, go in the house. Like you yeah. are not safe. But realistically, I'm like, um, it's becoming these a, new a neighbors. Yeah, and I drove when I I started driving Lyft maybe like two months ago and I cut it on. So I get to see the whole neighborhood and see these people getting in my car. I'm like, wow, y'all really live over here. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, this is real cool. Yeah. I think it's a good time to, to to buy, to own. And if you have a house or property that you're trying to sell, it's a great time for you to um to get in on it. I mean, if you're trying okay. to buy if you're trying to buy now, I think um I think now's the time to buy because things are getting better and better and better. So prices are Don't tell me that because I'm telling you. Count your days, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't know when that bubble's gonna burst. We have no idea. But yeah. the current state of things, and the net for the next at least six or seven months that we can see, I think it's a very, very strong market. 
very strong. Now, last year was a, a hot market. Property were, properties were going on the market, and they were being sold or going under contract within hours with multiple offers on them. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How does that happen? Well, so when you post the when you when you have a listing, you post it on the MLS, and if the MLS is where all of the licensed agents in Georgia can go okay, to the house, so um, they see it, they shoot a, a little picture or the specs over to the client. I got it. I got it. Thanks. Yep, they'll, Mine? Come, they'll come and look at it real quick, <laughs> and then they'll put offers in. You'll get multiple offers, and and um, then the seller gets to pick the one that's the best, obviously. So when you're trying to ask for, I want them to pay for all my closing costs. I want to ask for this and that and that. Then your offer probably is not going to be the one, the one they choose, obviously. But, um, but yeah, it's a strong market. So now's the time to do it. We don't know what's going to happen after uh, after next year. People say that the market's going to going to crash, but there are really no strong indicators that that support that that it will crash so i i hope uh, not so. well if, if it does my lease is up in september <laughs> <laughs> so um count your yeah. days count your days <laughs> yeah. count them i'm just playing out well thank you anthony so much for swinging through yes yeah, i literally knew okay. nothing about i mean i'm i was kind of in and out on the leashes when she you know was closing yeah. and stuff but it was her, so so i don't quick. really know I yeah i mean right. it was very quick for real. Very like, quick. I came home, I was like, oh, I found a place, I made an offer. Oh, I'm closing tomorrow. They're like, what? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know, lucky me, I guess. Yeah. yeah, it don't always happen that way, but that's fantastic that it did for so you. So now I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll be hitting cool. you up in a few months to try to fi- figure my life out. Yes. How far in advance should I do it? I I'll, was I'll thinking the later. same thing. Well, I think it's a good question. Like, Before should he, we go. Should he wait? Well, you go ahead. You ask. You ask yeah, like him. how far in advance? Like, say, for instance, my lease is up September. Yeah. How far in advance will I need to start the process? Um, I would say that you should have already started saving so you can already get to that. Oh, platform. I'll call you next year. <laughs> <laughs> engaging with a realtor um i have a person that just reached out to me probably two weeks ago and she's looking to buy at the end of this year early next year so at this moment i'm just giving her information i'm not showing her houses i'm just helping to figure out what the best financing is for her and areas and what the prices are in these areas so that's all we're doing um but generally a, a few months before or if you if you like you know i'm ready to buy a house today or I'm ready to ready to make that decision, then you know I can still work with you. It's it's on your timeline essentially. But I would much prefer a person come to me looking ready to buy a house that has their financing ready, that they're a serious buyer. And serious buyer doesn't mean you're ready to buy immediately. It can be you know three four months down, but at least have some. Mine'll be like pep in your step. Fourteen months down. <laughs> well, look, long as you're serious, I'll still work with you. You know. All right. He was like, here go Draco test me again. He ain't got no money. <laughs> Why you texting me? No. I my laugh is so strong on this microphone. Well, you about to be in Thailand, oh. honey? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. This little pop filter to protect that. Oh, good. Well, Pretty let good. our potential buyers and sellers, renters, and luxury livers. Um, how can they find you? Yes, uh, you can find me on Instagram. My name is Anthony Kendall, and that is my Instagram name as well. Super simple. Um, or by my email, which is a as an apple and as a Nancy dot Kendall K E N D A L L at gmail dot com. Thank you guys so much for listening to OD Podcast this yes, week. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, what we got coming up? Another episode. Ew! <laughs> uh, Anywho, y'all just subscribe to Audible. Read you some books or listen to you some books. Listen to rather. a book. Let me tell you something. Audio books changed my life because I don't be having time to open a book for real, for real. Mm-hmm. I just listen to it. I listen to it on flight, listen to it at work. And like six, seven hours, you could be done while people still flipping pages under the bed. You know what I'm I, I, and you can speed it up and make it go faster. You sure? Oh, I try that. It's a little weird. But <laughs> it's <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> nah. 
Anywho, all right, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.